I always wanted a family. I'm married, right? Um, I always wanted kids. I have those. And I always wanted to give them something that I never had, not just from a monetary standpoint. We all want our kids to be successful from a financial aspect. But it's more important for me, to me to give them strength emotionally and mentally because that's going to last them a lifetime. I've been falling all my life and people wonder why I'm down to earth. This is Adversity University. If you waiting for somebody to feel sorry for you, then you fell already. Success is best of those who been grounded first. Cause ain't nobody gonna feel sorry for you. Now what are you willing to do? The only thing that separates a winner from a loser is perseverance. And this is Adversity University. Welcome to Adversity University Growth Talk. I am your host and licensed therapist, Cody Martin. And I am your host, national speaker and author, Cody Martin. I'm ready to have real conversation about personal growth and mental health. And I'm also ready to have real conversation about personal growth and mental health. But it all starts with emotional intelligence. My job is to simply ask the questions, have a dialogue, and connect the dots that'll help you on your journey of personal growth and mental wellness. My job is to motivate, inspire you to simply want to do and be better every single day. You know, just like it's two sides to every story, I also believe that there's two sides to every human, okay? The side that's mediocre, and the side that's great. And I don't know about you, but I wasn't put on this earth to be mediocre. I was born to be great. So, so if the, the conversation, conversation ain't about, about growth, growth or, greatness, or greatness, we ain't got nothing, ain't got to, talk nothing to talk about. So before I start dissecting you and where you've been and your words, um, I want to do a quick check-in on you. Like, like, where are you right now? Like, from a scale of one to five, like, what, what are you... See yourself at, like, number one being you at your lowest, number, you know, five being at, you know, you at your best. Not the best that you ever been, but that you're, you're just doing good. You know, good good versus bad. One being bad, five being good. Where are you right now? Honestly, from a scale of one to five, uh, it's crazy because I woke up, I woke up, uh, I woke up this morning about, probably about a three. Right, then um, I woke up this morning probably probably at a three. And then uh, about lunchtime, I was about a five. And then um, you know, right now, I'm probably at a four. So like I said, I want to, you know, I'm going to dissect your words. You know, I want to get a lot more insight from you directly. Um, you know, just so I can kind of dig in a little bit more, understand who you are. Um, and you know where you at with your mindset and, and your thought process. I mean, right now I'm I'm cool. I'm about, I'm about at a five, four, five. You know, I, I ain't my best, but I ain't my worst. I ain't even in between, really. I mean, I feel good. I feel good. Can't even complain. Okay. So I want to read this quote. All right, this comes from a famous author. <laughs> nah. All right. So when God is on your side, nothing else matters. And just know that whatever you're going through will always get better if you have life. Remember, someone is always doing worse than you are. And the game of life is a challenge. The only way to fail is to quit. Sound familiar? So, as I'm reading, I just kind of want to read this first passage real quick. I just want to ask, like, well, what do you mean by this? You know, uh, In your words, you say, Sometimes I wake up in the morning with feelings of frustration and fear. 
though I know I should be smiling and thankful for all that I have in my life, I've been let down by so many people and situations to the point that my trust is minimal and my faith is weak. Let's talk about that real quick. You know, as simple as, as simple as that may sound, there's a lot of people who need to hear that. You know, um, most of us think that life is easy or it's supposed to be easy. And when it's not, we kind of get rattled. I mean, I'm guilty of it at times, but I mean, who, who isn't? I mean, you know, we want everything to be smooth. We want everything to be perfect. But, um, you know, the reality of it is that things are not smooth all the time. Things are not perfect all the time. And we got to, you know, be able to navigate that space. And I think it's important to be more self-aware and understanding who you are, where you've been, and knowing where you're going and have a clear understanding of where you're going. So if you know where you've been, and if you know who you are, um, then you know you have a clear understanding, or you should have a clear understanding as to where you're going. Like, what exactly do you mean by that? Your trust is minimal and your faith is weak. And the fact that you wake up, um, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning with feelings of frustration and fear. What's that about? Um... I guess I would say, I mean, let's just be real, um, because it's a, it's about growth, and I know I'm not the only person that you know go through things like that. You know, waking up with frustrations and fear. When I now, when I say you know, when I'm talking about like waking up with with frustrations and fear, I mean just to be real, it's just the you know the daily the daily living of a black man, right? Um, you know, frustrations are things that may not be going in a particular way that I hope for it to go. Um, you know, just, you know, fear, fearful. I mean, not fear in the sense of just scared, right? Scared of something or somebody, but just, I mean, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there. and You have to be fearful to survive and be on point. At least that's in my opinion. Um, so I pay attention to everything. In addition to be being self-aware, I'm very, very social aware. So even if I don't say a lot, I hear and see everything, right? I can hear the things that you're not saying, right? I pay attention to body movement. You know, um, I pay attention to, I mean, really everything. I mean, which is how I got here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just that survival thing, man. I've been, you know, really surviving, man, for a long time. And, um, you know, it's just kind of being stuck in that survival mode. I remember in one of my therapy sessions, my therapist had to remind me that, look, man, you're not in survival mode. Because a lot of ways that I used to respond to things, it was that of a kid or that of a person that was just in survival mode. And you make decisions like that when you're so used to it. You got to just think of it, man. I've been on my own since I was 13 years old. Um, and it was straight survival. You know what I'm saying? I don't look like what I've been through, but, I mean, who does? You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of people do, but, you know what I'm saying? But you get what I'm trying to say. Um, but when we talk about just being frustrated, you know, yes, we want things to be, you know, perfect. We want things to go exactly how we intended for it to go. And then when it don't, we kind of get rattled. And every day is a pivot. You know, we got to kind of shake things off and, you know what I'm saying, regroup and reframe those thought process, those negative experiences, um, those negative self-talk moments, 
we have to reframe those and kind of, you know, pick ourselves back up by our bootstraps and keep going, you know. So it's just, you know, one of those things, man. Just, you know, it's just the reality of it, man. You, A lot of times, I mean, with me, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes just with a cluttered mind. If the mind not, you know, clear and I went to bed on with a whole lot on my mind, I wake up with everything still on my mind. So I kind of have to regroup, you know, ground myself, you know, get myself to a quiet space, you understand, so I can understand that I need to go ahead, get up, move around, and go win that day. And say, um, before that, you say, uh, therefore, with this determination, I choose to be selfless and not give up on the people who care about me and the people who are dependent on me and the people who are rooting for me to succeed and reach my fullest potential. So I think it's, you know, be determined, right? We're talking about being determined and what determination means to me. It's just that, man. You know, your life experiences tell you how important it is to actually be determined. Because I think that, you know, as a man to be here today um, and to have experienced some of the things, a lot of the things that I've experienced as a young person and even as a young adult, as an adolescent, young adult, and right now. You know, it's, it's a lot of hardship in there. But don't nobody see the hardship. All they see is how you respond to things, you know, how you react to things. And, I mean, that will essentially determine your true character and who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you do in the dark, you know what I'm saying, when nobody's looking, that really determines what your true character is. And I try to be as stand-up as possible. I'm not perfect. I can't say I'm, the, the, you know, just the, the perfect person and I made all the right decisions, um, you know, personally, professionally, socially. I can't say I did. Matter of fact, I'm going to say that I didn't. I have not, right? Um, I do regret a lot of things that I've done in the past. I don't live life with regret, but I do. There's a lot of things that I've done in my life that I wish I would have done differently. But, again, that's that survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, a lot of people, you know, they make the worst decisions that um, they probably made in their lives. And those decisions ultimately put them in position in situations that, that they don't want to be in or they wish they would never have been in. And I'm, I'm witness to that. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen it personally. I've seen it with friends. I've seen it with associates. I've seen it with a lot of people, right? I look at life different than most people. I mean, I can't tell you what's in somebody else's thought process, but I can just tell you what's in mine. And, you know, I mean, I'm one of those kids who, you know, I always dream big. I always wanted more than what my circumstances presented. And I always knew that I could rise above my circumstances. I just didn't always have the you know, the plan. I think it's very important to have an actual plan in life because that's how you dig yourself out of these holes that you, you know, get yourself in, that you fall in, that you stumble upon. You know, I think if you have a plan, that will give you those action steps to be able to dig yourself out of a hole. And, I mean, I, I cannot lie to you. I done put myself in situations. I done stumbled in situations. I done you know, 
fell in some real deep, dark holes and dark places. And it's not the best feeling in the world, but what is the best feeling in the world is knowing that you have a target goal and that you have identified something that you wanted to do or something that you wanted to be, or some place that you wanted, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to land at, like you identified that. And I think that once you identify those things, um, it's easier to put together a plan, right? It's easier to connect yourself with somebody who can help you with that plan or there's action steps to get you to where you're trying to go to. It's a lot easier that way. Um, you know, just kind of vicariously living through somebody else, that's the quickest way to get you in trouble and in a negative situation. I mean, failure to plan is a plan to fail, period. And I think there's a lot of people who's walking around just going day by day. They don't have an actual plan. So it's like when you go to sleep and wake up, you're trying to figure it out. You go to sleep and wake up, you're trying to figure it out. You go to sleep and wake up, you're still trying to figure it out. But if you put together a plan, you can know what the next four weeks look like, what the next seven days look like. You know what that time period looked like. So you don't have to wake up with fear, frustration on things that's not going to go right. So just to kind of, that was the long way of answering your question, but just to kind of answer that question, I mean, you, you're frustrated and you're fearful because you don't have an actual plan that's going to help you move forward. You know, so you're just living day to day, hoping that something happens positive, but you know, faith without works is dead. That's what they say, right? So I think that, you know, you can eliminate a lot of frustration and fear if you actually have a plan and attack that plan, execute that plan. And that's how dreams are actually made, right, with that plan. I mean, I want you to speak about, you know, different challenges, you know, different like give me an example of some challenges, you know, some some obstacles, something you know, in your life that, you know, put this force in you to do and be better? Like, what is that? What does that look like? Like, how can the viewers get a better glimpse in your life and understand your version of determination and how that can impact them in their present as well as their future? Um... An actual example of determination and what that mean to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been, I mean, I'm asking the questions, but I've also been a bit vague. I mean, you know, I understand you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? So, it just looked like this. You know, I'm from Miami, Florida. You know, typical stories, there's a lot of people that have been through what I've been through. Not specifically, but, you know, just a typical story. Raised by a single mother. You know, daddy wasn't there. And, you know, I'm tired of hearing these same stories. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just you know, and it, this is an example of, you know, what determination means to me. Like, I, I'm tired of hearing those same type stories, and I was determined to do and be something different, you know? Yeah, I was raised in a, you know, single parent household. Yeah, my daddy wasn't there. 
right? But it wasn't. I, I mean, I, I I wanted him. He wanted me. It's just one of those situations growing up. You know, young people in their relationships and them beefing. You know, things like that. It occurs. It happened. He ended up passing away when I was 13 years old. So the relationship was never built, right? I ended up getting sent, you know, you know, sent away at 13 years old. You know, I was a rebel at a certain point. But, you know, you grow up and you watch things happen. You know, I got an older sister, five years older than me. She, she was out of the house about 14, 15 years old. I had a conversation with my grandma. My mom was out of the house at 14, 15 years old. You look at me. I was out of the house at 13, 14 years old. And unfortunately, my mom ended up, you know, passing away. And my younger sister, she was essentially out of the house at 13 years old. That was the age that she was when, you know, you know, God took my mom away. So, you know, that was later, you know, later um, when he took her away. But when you talk about just determination and what being determined means, it means that I was determined to be something different. I was determined to be my best self. I always wanted a family. I'm married, right? Um, always wanted kids. I have those. And I always wanted to give them something that I never had, not just from a monetary standpoint. We all want our kids to be successful from a financial aspect. But it's more important for me, to me to give them strength emotionally and mentally, because that's gonna last them a lifetime. And if you don't, if you don't handle that early on, it'll affect them for the rest of their lives. Like I still deal with trauma, you know, from experiences that I had when I was a young person. You know, that you know certain things occurred that still stick with me to this day. Certain things that I can't even get over to this day, right? So it's like you can't take for granted what a young person sees, hears, and experiences, right? Sees, hears, and feels. Like you can't take for granted that because a lot of those things mold, mold that person into who they may become, good or bad. So I was definitely determined to be something different, you know, um, and I'll be honest, man, like I still see a lot of that creeping up in my household. A lot of experiences that I had, you know, those are being put off on, you know, my wife, my kids, hell, even the dog sometimes. <laughs> but that's why I always preach how important it is to be self-aware because when you see those things and you're aware of those things that you're doing that may affect somebody, you can correct that in a moment. And I know that I personally find myself correcting a lot of things in the moment, in the real time, which I'm pretty sure that my kids will be able to appreciate later on in life. But I'm gonna say this, cause that's not an excuse to be able to correct something cause that behavior shouldn't happen in the first place, right? So when I find myself doing something that I normally, that I know is not you know, the right thing or it could be handled different. Uh, yes, I'm going to correct it, but that don't wipe away the experience that that kid, you know, felt or experienced in that moment. 
It don't wipe that away. But you can add a pot. You can add something. You know, I'm talking about something negative. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing major, but something negative. But you can wipe that negativity away with something positive if you do it immediately. But a lot of times, ego and pride will prevent the adult from conforming to a young person and trying to wipe that negative experience away, which ultimately gives them trauma later on in life and in that moment. So we can't take for granted what those kids see and hear, right? Which is why, you know, I respond the way I respond to a lot of things in life. I react the way that I react to a lot of things in life. I am who I am in life because of that, good and bad. It's not all about bad because a lot of things uh, allowed me and helped me to survive in this world. And I needed to experience a lot of that. Let's just be real. Because that's ultimately how I was able to dig myself out of a lot of holes because of my experience and what I've done. You know, it's, it's truly a superpower. But I don't think that we all need to experience negative, you know, things and trauma to have that superpower. I think emotional intelligence is the most important thing in life. You know, because it takes a lot longer to recover from an emotional and a mental uh, standpoint when you've dealt with trauma. You can recover financially when you learn how to make some money. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't all about money. It's about the long-term effects of the mental and emotional. Because things, you know, that you experienced in your past, man, it really can drive you nuts. <laughs> um, but you want to show up and be the best person that you can to your spouse, you know, your significant other and to your kids because you want those kids to be able to be that person to their siblings and you want your kids to be able to be able to be that person to their spouse when they get that age and to their children when they get to that point so that's what's the most important thing to me is just to do and be different and i know in our environment you know we normalize a lot of things unhealthy coping skills you know what i'm saying um uh um you know just to maintain emotional instabilities uh never really addressed um, I just put off as this person crazy or this person got issues. Yeah, we all got issues, right? But at what point are we going to be man enough or woman enough to say, okay, well, that person got something that needs to be addressed. Let's go get them some help. Let's go get them. Let's go get somebody for that person to talk to. Let's go get somebody um, to mentor them or to work with them. Or let me go get somebody that can speak the things that I can't speak. That's what's important. We got to get out of this, you know, if I can't teach my kid, nobody else will kind of mentality. Because if you don't, the hood will, the environment will, social media will. So we got to be proactive, not reactive. All right, let's be proactive. Like get people the help that they need up front. We can't put it off as, oh, you just, you just, you just full of drama. You melodramatic. We just can't put it off on that. It might be the case for a lot of people, but you just cannot afford to dismiss somebody's feelings and emotions because just what if they are? What if it's not them just being dramatic? What if they are really experiencing something you know, negative? What would that do to them if it's always being put off as something? 
You want them to learn to accept that? Because if they do from you, they go accept that from everybody else. Spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, football coach, teacher, principal, boss, coworker. They could potentially be a walkover. They could potentially be like, feel like as if they're not worthy to do things, to be places. It's important that we acknowledge the things that are important, not just to us, but to the person in front of us, whoever that may be. So, determination. I chose and choose to be something different. I chose and choose to see something different. And I chose and choose to change the world, one person at a time. The perseverance of me, adversity, then success is right around the corner. You just gotta be willing to keep going. This is Adversity University. What's your plan? You gonna keep your feet planted, or you gonna keep your feet moving? And success is the next step. Now what you gonna do? Adversity University.